servant to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur with more than 30 years of experience. America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonaire with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey, hey, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I am so excited to be back doing a session of business by the book. I want to tell you something. You know, sometimes we all, uh, everybody makes mistakes. And I'm going through my podcast for January and February. And I was like, I don't see my business by the books in November. So I had my notes on my sheets and I actually missed the two that are in November. So we're going to jump back. I'm still publishing them now in January, but these are the ones I had planned for November. So down the road, when people look at the podcast numbers, they'll see, oh, numbers out of order, but here the numbers are down there. So I'm actually recording uh, November 7th, now in January. (laughs) Ah, But you know, as the end of the year was approaching, the end of 2021, um, as the end of the year, end of 2021 was coming around, I thought, you know, I've talked a lot about just so many different things and everybody's talking about so many things. I'm like, but you know, how often, how often do people really go back, like back to the actual beginning, the beginning, like how, how did all of this crazy world that we have, how did it start? So you know what? I'm going back to the very first words the first words in the Bible. And we're going to read a couple of uh, chapters and some verses this week and next week. So again, it's January 18th. I'm doing um, November 7th and November 21 now. I don't know how I missed two full days and moved on three months past that and just found it out, but we all be human. But I just want to start, you know, because like I said, we all talk about what's happening and, and I'm on my phone. I'm, I'm at my dad's house. This is my childhood home. So I'm at my childhood home and uh, there's Bibles here, but none of them are any versions that I'm really super familiar with. So uh, I'm using my new international version on my phone. And, you know, I always tell you, like, I'm not crazy about reading the Bible on the phone. I like to have like a Bible. I like to hold a Bible, but... Um, Well, this one's great. So let's start like in the very beginning. So some people say, oh, God created the heavens and the earth. Oh, it was a big bang theory. Just like, and you know, an atom or an amoeba was started and we all grew from that. Now, personally, I absolutely don't believe in the big bang theory. Uh, I don't believe in Darwinism. I don't see how it's even possible because each of us were created so individual and God put a lot of thought into this. So God says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. 
So the earth was formless, it was empty, darkness was on the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So it was just a big, black, formless void. And God, so he said, let there be light. And there was light. And the light separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light the day and the darkness the night so just right out of the gate so god's first thing his first thing he does is he's seeing this earth it's formless it's empty it's dark it's just an orb into the sky and god says let there be light so simple just like that's it and we had light so everything that we have started from light. Light was first. Now think about what light means in your life. Like light, like I have camera lights, I have light outside, we have the daytime, we have the nighttime, we have lights, electricity in our house, but we have the sun, like the sun. There's so many great things about the light. And then people will say, oh, I'm sending you love and light. It's like, don't send me nothing in the battle. But you have light and the darkness. And I guess along the way, that's where we started you know, the light versus the dark, but right out in the first thing, God called the light day, and he called the darkness night. And then there was evening and there was morning on the very first day. So just like that, the very first thing that God did was like, light, and we had the day and we had the night, just right up out of the gate. So I think that's a pretty good place to start. And then God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate the water, separate water from water. So God made the vault that separated the water under the vault from the water above, and it was so. So God called the vault the sky. So he's like, okay, we're going to make a separation from this light and all of this. So he separated that on the second day. And he gave us the sky. And then God said, let the water under the sky be gathered into one place and let dry ground appear. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of people don't know this. But when the earth was originally formed, there was one giant mass of land and the rest of it was all water. Um, what's the word for that? There's a pay, um, that. There's a word for it. Uh, no, Patagon, no, what is it? Ah! Anyway, there's a word. So God was like, let the water under the sky be gathered into one place and let the dry ground appear, and it was so. And God, God called the dry ground land, and then the gathering waters he called the seas. And God saw that it was good. So each thing that he did, the light, the sky, the land, the sea. It always says, and God saw that it was good. So he was like, okay, I'm pretty happy with what I've been doing right here. My construction job is going good. Then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed according to their various kinds. And it was so. So, um, I don't know how many of you pay any attention to any kind of holistic medicine, but in the Bible, there's several places where it says the cure to every disease that will ever be known to man is in the seeds. 
So that means all the stuff we take, Benson, chemo, all the stuff, blood pressure, whatever we take, actually everything is in the seeds. Now, of course, in 2021, 2022, most anything you uh, eat that's been grown into the ground has been chemicalized to death. <laughs> but, but God says, so let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, it's like a woman, like we bear a seed and we have a baby. And a husband has a seed and he gives us that and we have a baby. So seeds are a good thing. And I always tell you about reaping and sowing. We sow seeds, our whole life we sow seeds and that is how we end up with the life that we have. So uh, the land is gonna bear fruit and seed and according to the various kinds, so all the plants, all the things. And God was like, this is good. I like it. And then there was evening. Now there was morning. And there was the third day. So on the third day, God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. So these would be the stars. So now listen, you know, because some people go like, Oh, you know, you can't follow the stars. It's a bunch of... Da, 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 da. And so I'm not all about having people read my stars or, or whatever because um, the Bible is also super clear about soothsaying and things like that. But it says, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years and let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth and it was so okay so god made two great lights the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night and he made stars and he set them into the vault of the sky to give light upon the earth and govern the day and the night and separate the darkness from the light and god saw that it was good so when we have all these constellations, um, you know, the wise men follow the North Star and the lights and the signs to mark, to mark times, days, and years. I mean, like, for example, a harvest moon. Well, a harvest moon is a big giant moon that's orange and looks like it's almost sitting on the face of the earth. That's when people harvest their vegetables. That's when they harvest their crops. Um, the signs markets the winter, the summer, the spring, the fall. So the light, the sky, the suns, the star, the moons, blue moons, uh, red moons, blood moons, they all mean something. So uh, I know a few years ago, we had four blood moons in one year. So as Christians, we're like, oh, the blood moons mean this and this and this and this. And other people are like, oh, it's a stargazing. It's a uh the wiccans do like the solstice and you know blah blah blah, blah to the mother earth but it, uh so that i i'm not down with that but the signs the stars the lights the moons the planets they are specifically put on on the third day to mark sacred times and days and years so rotations around the sun the moon the light and the day so God did all of this. It's not like this is all like, oh yeah, we had a little amoeba and it grew into our entire solar system. And then now we find out we got a million solar systems and it's not how it works. 
So my God made the two great lights, the greater light to cover the day and the lesser night to cover the night. He also made the stars and God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth and to govern the day and the night and to separate light from darkness. And God said that it was good. Now this is in three days. So we've got the light, we've got the ocean, we've got the land, we've got the stars, we've got the plants, the vegetation, we've got the seeds. So God's been busy. Now there's a lot of controversy on is this six actual days, like boom, 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 boom. Some people think a day, and the, and the thing is in the Bible, there's no, there's no definite, was it six days that we know a day to be? Or was a day a year? Was a day a thousand years? Um, some people think that the earth has been here for 6,000 years and the six days or a thousand years. Some people say we've been here six billion years and each day was a, 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 a million, a billion. So I don't think anywhere there's a clear day on how long the six days were that it took God to make the heaven and the earth the people. And then he rests on the seventh day. So we, so we really don't know. We don't know. I think most, most people think that it was a literal, I, Christians, I think, think it was like a literal day. Like, But then they say, nope, there's, the earth has been around for 6,000 years and there's all kinds of carbon dating. So it's like, okay, so then each day would have been 1,000 years. But I think as humans, we couldn't invent any of this or do any of this or just like breathe out and go, let there be light. So the fact that this was done in any time frame is a miracle in any time frame. Okay, so now we have evening, we have the day, and it's the fourth day. And then God says on the fourth day, he has let the water teem with living creatures. And let the birds fly above the earth, across the vault of the sky. So on the fourth day, God is creating, uh, so he created all the creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the waters teem and that moves about in it according to their kinds and all the winged birds according to their kind. And God was like, this is good. I'm liking it. So God, God did great till, till he got the people. <laughs> ah! And God said, let them be fruitful and increase in their number and fill the water in the seas and the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning. There's trees, there's land, there's sea, there's animals, there's birds. And God saw that it was good the fifth day. So the fifth day... God says, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, the wild animals according to its kind. And it was so. So God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds. So like that according to their kinds would be like, you know, there's 2,500 cows, there's a thousand virgins of a snake, there's, you know, whatever, it's according to their kinds. And all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds, and God saw that it was good. So it'd be the fifth day. Now, the sixth day, God says, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule 
over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Now, this is where people always say, well, God said, let us make man in our image. So does our mean that there was, like, God is, uh, like, a superior race? Is God the spirit of God? Is God a person? What does God look like? He made us in his image. We say, make him in our image. Who who are the our? And so some people are like, oh, God is like from uh, some uh, galaxy a gajillion years away. And he put us on earth as an experiment. I mean, people say all kinds of crazy stuff. But God made man in his image. So he must have looked something like we do because we are the image. And people, uh, I know there's been, you know, all the years, cave people, 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 people. People are bigger now than they were 100 years ago, taller and bigger than they were 200 years ago. But basically, he made people in his image. So when you're hating on your body and like, oh, just remember, God made you. And there's only one of you. You were made, the mold was broken, and you, 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 just you. God made you in his image. Okay, and he gave us dominion. So this is something that I really like to talk about. So God made mankind in his image and our likeness so that we may rule over the fish, the sea, the birds, the sky, the livestock, the wild animals, everything moving on the ground, every single thing. So I always tell people like, listen, we have mankind, we have dominion over that. So people are like, oh, you shouldn't eat animals. Oh, you shouldn't do this. Oh, you shouldn't do that. But God made us the rulers over everything. So when people are like, oh, we shouldn't eat steak or pork, or we shouldn't eat this, we shouldn't eat that, we shouldn't da-da-da-da-da. Well, that's what it's here for. And that doesn't mean we need to go trophy hunting, killing animals uselessly. It's, I, I don't think it's that. I think the dominion over the animals is so that they would feed us, um, protect us. We'd have, like I said, things to eat and, and you know, um, so we have dominion. The thing is mankind. We are the very top of the food chain. The top, 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 top of the food chain. And we have dominion over everything. Now I have some friends years ago that were diehard vegetarians. They used to send me pictures of baby seals being bashed in the head, all this stuff. I was like, listen, I'm not going to stop eating meat. God gave us, you know, the cows and the pigs and the chickens and the turkeys and the birds and the lamb and the goats. And they make milk, they make food, they provide food. We use their skin for clothing and warmth and everything. And not that we're to, I feel like we definitely are not to take advantage of those things. Like I'm not, I'm not a fan of people that go kill millions of elephants for the tusk, for the ivory. I don't think having dominion over an animal means... Go kill them all so they'll become extinct because you're idiots you don't know how to manage things. I don't think it's that. But we have dominion. So we are the very top of the food chain. And in the Bible, many places it says that if you're good with a little, God will give you a lot. If you're good with this much responsibility, you'll get more responsibility. If you're good with this responsibility, you'll get a little more responsibility. And I think part of that is that we are good stewards over the things that God gave us. And a good steward means you take care of things. So I think we are made to be, we are made, I don't think, I know, 
We are made to have dominion. We are also called many times in the Bible to be good stewards over things. And even little things like taking care of your house, your spouse, your body, your mindset, your prayer life, your finances, taking care of that, taking care of your yard, your home, your car. You know, some of you are like, oh, we should have a bigger house, but you don't want to clean the one you have. Well, if you don't want to clean the one you have, why do you want God to give you a bigger one? He's probably like thinking, well, when you clean that, maybe I'll help you out there. And we have dominion over, like out here at my dad's house, I look right across the street, there's a giant field. They grow so much corn and uh, corn and soybeans and all kinds of things out here because every little thing has seeds. Like it says on the, the whatever, the third day there. Um it's for us. It's to feed us, nourish us, protect us, grow. We're supposed to go forth and multiply just like the seeds were told to go forth and multiply. We were also told the same thing. So I'm going to end that there so I can come back next uh, week, which will be um, right here in five minutes. <laughs> and I want to talk about the day that God created us. And I know God loves us. I know he created us in his image. I know he created us with all the goodness and the best intentions of the world. But at one point along the way, he was like, man, those humans, I'm going to flood the earth. I'm going to knock them all out and start over. So I feel like the way our society is going right now, we're like that close to getting smited and knocked out again. So God can start over. So let's don't do that. Let's just be better people. Let's, let's appreciate and value and treasure the things that God has given us because he has given us the world, the whole world, the whole world. All right, guys. Hey, thank you for coming into Business by the Book. This is wonderful, uh, the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. Podcast ever. Go to dwanderful.com. Opt in. I've got four free eBooks. My name is Dwan Benton. I don't even know if I told you my name. My name is Dwan Benton Twyford. I'm America's most sought after real estate investor. And the second and fourth Tuesdays, I bring you Business by the Book. And we talk about the Bible. Sometimes I relate it to business. Sometimes I relate it to just being good to people. Today, we're talking about, you know, the beginning. Like, really, in the beginning. In the beginning. And what have we done with that since we were given our beginning? What have you done with, since you've been given your beginning? Always food for thought. All right, guys, we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And remember, the truth is in the red letters. Ciao. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your, your real, real estate, estate dreams, dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.